Welcome to On Texas Basketball. The Longhorns uh, beat uh, KU last night, uh, 72-52. Your Texas Longhorns are the Big 12 championship uh, champions. Uh, Jerry, uh, your thoughts on the game immediately and and where you think this puts Texas as far as the NCAA tournament? You know, one of the most complete games they've played all year. They didn't shoot the three well, but, you know, these these kids have tired legs this time of year. I mean, you know, so Texas didn't shoot the three well. Any any game in the Big 12 tournament, and they're the Big 12 champions, the tournament champions, and they beat Kansas by 20. They've beaten them by 15 twice in one week, okay? And people will say, well, Kevin McCullough didn't play for Kansas. Timmy Allen didn't play for Texas in the whole tournament. And, you know, you see these young guys. You see Arterio Morris really taking big steps. He can be a tenacious defender on the ball, and his athleticism is different. Uh, so when he gets fit, when he gives Texas 15 minutes a game that's really productive on both ends, Texas is dangerous. When Dylan Mitchell gives you 15, 17 minutes that are productive defensively, just rebounding, uh, just hustle plays. Um, you know, Texas is tough because you know what you're going to get from Rice, Carr, uh, Bishop, um, you know, Tyrese Hunter. I mean, Dessou's confidence continues to to grow, right? I mean, that's well, I was going to say. He's a tournament MVP. He's yeah. back. He looks like the guy that was at Vanderbilt before he had a series in the injury. Yeah, you know, Marcus Carnes. Yeah. Marcus Carnes for Jarbari Rice, also named all-tournament team. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, you, you said that Texas is going to have to use Arterio Morris earlier and more this week. I, I know you had a heads up on an injury of some sort to make you say that with Morris uh, like you did. But, Jerry, um, you know, where does this put them as far as the tournament seed? I mean, the seeds get announced at 5 o'clock this evening, yeah. uh, by the way. So if people are waiting by their TVs, it's going to be not going to happen until 5 o'clock. Um, where does it does – this, does this give them an outside chance at a one or they definitely a two? What, what does this mean? I think they were definitely a two before the game tonight, and I think they have. I think they have an outside shot of the one. Look, it doesn't. On the surface, you would say no, they're locked into a two because Houston is in their conference championship game. Purdue's in their conference championship game. Um, you know, Alabama is playing Texas A and M in the SEC championship game. So, if all those teams, you know, UCLA, obviously, if all those teams that were supposed to be ones. In the, it's hard to knock somebody off the one line. Purdue kind of struggled on the road the second half of Big Ten play. But if they're the regular season champions and the conference tournament champions, it's hard for me to see some Texas knocking somebody off. But I will say this. Texas is going to finish with the number two or three ranked schedule in America. They finished sec- solo second in the toughest conference. They came back and won the tournament. And they beat Kansas, who was everybody was thinking was the number one overall seed in the tournament by 15-plus twice in the last week. And while they have more losses than everybody else, their schedule and the Big 12 gets so much respect, um, you just kind of wonder, could Texas get a nod as the fourth number one? I don't think so based on what's happened in recent years in the tournament. But if there was a team that could, it might be Texas this year because they're playing so well right now. Those two wins over Kansas, the second most quad win, uh, quadrant one wins in, in NCAA basketball. Only Kansas has more. Um, and, you know, look, if they're not the final number one seed, I think they're the first or second number two seed. They're either going to be the four, five, or six seed overall in the whole tournament. I'm wearing my Longhorn. Uh, I only win when they win. I only wear this when they win from now on. 
That's gonna, <laughs> when they win a championship, we'll we'll uh, wear the break out the Longhorn gear. Hey, Jerry, um, question for you because uh, after the game, there were reports that the players were shouting Rodney Terry, Royale Ivy had a great tweet, Lamarcus uh, Aldridge, yeah, yeah a, a lot of guys. T.J. Ford has come out and supported Rodney Terry as the as a possible coach. Uh, for the Longhorns to get the interim tag removed. Where do you think, and, and from your talking to folks in and around the program, where do you think Texas sits right now uh, with the coaching hire and the, you know, what, what Rodney Terry's done clearly is fantastic. Fantastic. But but uh, what do you, where do you think uh, Texas and Chris Del Conte and those guys sit right now with this decision? Yeah, I, I, and, you know, look, I've been saying on Inside Texas, you know, Texas has to get to a Sweet 16 to kind of put a stamp on this season. And people are like, well, the NCAA tournament can't. And I said, it's not, that's not what I'm saying. That doesn't have carry all the weight, but you got to put a stamp on the season. You know, you can't have the season they've had be a number one or two seed and then go bow out in the round of 32 when uh, you're the interim head coach. It's just, that's not really where this has to go. Texas needs to get to the Sweet 16. And, and I think there's kind of an attitude in Austin to take the decision out of Texas' hands earn this job not that they think they're not gonna they don't have a shot at it but just go out and earn it and and make everybody say this is needs to be the guy at texas this staff needs to stay together um look it's great for tj and lamarcus to come out and support rodney chris ogden tj played with ogden um rodney was an assistant when uh, lamarcus was there and they went to the elite eight right i mean tj those guys are close to the program they've both been at multiple games this year uh, they're both big advocates of Rodney Terry. So it's great for Rodney. He's getting all that support. And it doesn't just come down to the tournament, but the tournament will provide a stamp on this season for Rodney Terry, Chris Ogden, Bob Donawald, and, and the entire staff at Texas. And they need to get to that second weekend. I really do believe that. Um, otherwise, it opens the door. Yeah, and, and you know, Chris Del Conte is known for trying to go out and make big hires as an athletic yes. director. Um, and so uh, he doesn't make necessarily the comfortable hire. He tries to go out and find the best. Um, and whether that's a, a, a you know, <laughs> look, what Vic Schaefer comes to mind, right? Uh, luring him away. Two national title games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, those kind of guys, he's got big, he goes big game hunting uh, yeah. for coaching hires. That doesn't mean that the best one's not in your own backyard. The, the, what I found interesting, and, and you talked about it, I feel like he has to earn it. Rodney yeah. Terry has to earn it. Um, and I think that it's kind of been the team's rallying cry the last two weeks of the season, maybe, particularly starting with that home game against Kansas and then through the Big 12 tournament. Uh, they're looking like, look, it's now or never. There's a bunch of seniors on the team or, or super seniors even uh, to that level, and they're ready to go. They they know what they're facing down right now. Uh, and uh, that it, if they want Rodney Terry to get the job, They've got an opportunity to make that happen. And, and for Texas fans that maybe haven't followed Rodney Terry's career as much, Rodney is as much Texas basketball without graduating from Texas as you can be. He went to St. Edwards and also he's an Angleton Hall of Famer. A lot of Angleton guys went to Texas, Quentin Jammer, DJ Monroe, Quandre Diggs, right? It's kind of UT high school down there. He's as much UT as you can be without graduating from Texas. I mean, he recruited Corey Joseph, Tristan Thompson. He was an assistant coach on two Elite Eight teams. Uh, had a hand in recruiting some of those great players at Texas. Has always wanted to be at Texas. He understands how the University of Texas works, as does Chris Ogden, obviously, 
who played on the Final Four team with TJ Ford and is part of this staff. So the interesting thing for Chris Del Conte in Texas is there's a cohesiveness right now with a couple of guys that really understand the University of Texas, recruiting to the University of Texas, and how to maximize that. I mean, these guys had a hand, even though Chris Ogden was more of the GM of Texas basketball, all these guys had a hand in recruiting these players. Rodney Terry was the primary recruiter of A.J. Johnson, Ron Holland, some of the guys out of the portal of Marcus Carpers. Rodney had all those Toronto connections with Tristan Thompson, Corey Joseph. So I think that is the interesting decision coming for Del Conte is, do you really blow this thing up and start it over again? I mean, that's a tough call. I mean, because, you know, look, when all the former players bring their support to the program, uh, they want to be part of this program. They didn't feel like they were part of the program when Shaka was there, wrong or right. They did not. Uh, Shaka, congrats on winning the uh, Big, East, our Big East tournament. But the players did not feel like they were part of it. They do now. And that was one of the things that Chris Beer, Rodney, and Chris Ogden did. And Ogden was kind of over it was unite the family. Hey, here's so the other piece I want to say. Family now, that's the question. Yeah, I, I, here's the other piece I want to say. You can unite the family when the family's winning. Correct. <laughs> you know, I think or they like to coach. Or they I'm like not to trying coach. to be negative. I'm I'm yeah. just trying to be a re- realist there. The the thing I would say, and in, in one of the things that that, that was clear, Arterio Morris has a future. Yeah. Uh, for this Texas Longhorns team, I, I think in spurts we've seen him, uh, but during this tournament, uh, he flexed his muscle not only as an offensive uh, player, but primarily as a defensive player. I mean, there was a point on Saturday afternoon uh, in the finals against Kansas where he caused turnovers two two possessions in a row, and he was just all over the place, caused a, a jump ball. I mean, that 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 guy is a future player for the Longhorns, and if Rodney Terry goes somewhere, he may not be a Longhorn. You never know. Right? Yeah. And uh, adding Ron Holland also from Duncanville and uh, AJ Johnson, you mentioned the point guard out of out of uh, California. Uh, it's going to be interesting to. to hey, hey, Bobby, you bring up a great point on Arterio, and let's say this because all we, we, how many times on this show do we talk about football players and their star ratings? Okay, Arterio Morris is a five-star consensus prospect. He was expected to be a possibility to go in the NBA draft this year. Same with Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell may still because his upside so high. But uh, let's talk about Arterio. You come into a, a a program with a bunch of super seniors and experienced players. When he committed here, he didn't know Tyrese Hunter was going to be here. So what my point on Arterio is, is tip of the hat then, because look, a lot of five-star players would have bailed. They're already thinking about, I'm out the door, I'm playing 12 minutes a game, this is what I signed up for, especially when the head coach, what happens with Chris Beard. But let's let's give him credit for locking in and showing that he wants to improve as a player play both ends of the floor. He can be a true menace on defense. I mean, he is a high-end athlete. Uh, Just great reactions. But for him staying the course and working hard when he wasn't getting much time um, and continuing to work on this game, and Bobby, you know I'm close to this program, this guy worked on his game. There was never a moment where he was like, I'm out of here. You know, forget this. This isn't what I signed up for. He has bought into the program, and he has worked hard every day and it's really cool to see a five-star prospect who wasn't a five-star primetime player as a freshman continue to work, and when he gets his moment, make the most of it. 
Later today, uh, switching up uh, here, Jerry, a little bit to talk about uh, some football. Later today, you're gonna, uh, you guys are gonna be at the Under Armour camp, I think, in Dallas. Uh, a lot of prospects on hand for that. Anybody in particular that Texas is interested in uh, at that is like Daniel Cruz going to show up, Corey and Gibson, any of those guys? Yeah, those guys will be there. Um, some of the top guys, you know, other top guys will not. Uh, it's a visit weekend. A lot of kids are on the road, unofficial visits. Daniel Cruz will be there. I think it's a great chance for him to put himself on the national map because I believe he's an underrated kid nationally. Uh, I expect him to show really well, be hyper competitive in that environment and have an engaging personality. You know, a lot of these kids were there last year and sometimes they don't go as a senior. Uh, but 2025 kids like DeCorian Moore, who will be the top receiver on everybody's board in this region out of Duncanville High. He'll, he's scheduled to be there. You know, you got to see who actually gets out of bed, rolls out of bed, wants to go test, run 40s and do all that stuff. Uh, but there will be a lot of talent there. Uh, the Colin Simmons of the world, Micah Hudson, they're not going to show up. They're not going to uh, work out if even if they do show up. But there's some, there's a few uh, Texas targets. Blake Ivey out of Clear Springs is scheduled to be there. The number two guy at center behind Daniel Cruz, a long-arm kid. And he's coming up all the way from Houston. Uh, yeah, Hey, um, hey uh, real quick, I want to say a couple things. One, congratulations again to the Texas Longhorn basketball team, Big 12 champ, tournament champs. Uh, they now await their fate. Uh, the release will be out at 5 p.m. on Sunday. Also, good luck to the women's basketball team. Uh, they play Iowa State, I think it is. Well, I, I don't know yet. I, I don't know for sure who they play tomorrow or who they play on uh, Sunday. I, I just remember that they're in it. I think they play at 1 o'clock. Uh, and then uh, last but not least, the Longhorn football team is out a week for spring practice or for spring break. They had their first three days of spring practice this past week. All right. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Basketball. Congrats to the Longhorns. Hook them. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again and hook them.